Happy, happy Tuesday, November 29th, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right now, people. It's been almost a month because I've been sick. I blame Joseph for getting sick. Things have happened. Guests have canceled. A whole bunch of series series of events that didn't take place. I'm also, because of our producer, Joseph, I'm also going live on Instagram. So I'm looking at myself in two different versions of who I am. I just want to tell you all, and I've, if you've heard me on many other podcasts, that I have always been excited about meeting intuitives, psychics, mediums, clairvoyants, who are good, honest, real. Their egos are left behind, and they're out here to help have fun, have a conversation. And my guest tonight, Angel Morgan, and she is just going to be a hoot. We were just on a few minutes ago, and she's going to come back on live, and we're going to have a lot of fun. And <clears throat> so I can't wait for this, and I am going to bring her on here in a minute. But I want to let you know that we are going to have three or four live guests on, and we're both going to be doing a live reading for all of them. And that is some of the excitement that I enjoy. But I really want to ask some questions to Angel and just get her perspective from when she started and those type of things. So without further ado, and before we bring her on, I'd like to explain to you exactly who Angel Morgan is. And she is a, she is a recognized media clairvoyant, animal communicator, and an energetic expert. She strives to bring awareness to clients and audiences everywhere that uh, we all are a bridge of many worlds, she says. She teaches psychic development through virtual and live classes, which is really cool, and gives tips and techniques through her blog, My Physical Lifestyle, MyPsychicLifestyle.com, and her recent published books, My Psychic Journal, and love your intuitive view, which I think is amazing, uh, would be just something to enhance this, this uh, career of Angel. Um, if you'd like to see her live, you can join as an audience member sometime on her television show, Raising Energy on Rogers TV here in Toronto, Canada, and um, the Factory Theater in 2023. Tickets for both will be available very soon. So, um, she will, again, plug herself on this one, but visit RaisingEnergy.com, and she's on Instagram at RaisingEnergy. So without further ado, I'd like to bring her on, and just let's go from there, and hi to all my live people on Instagram. Thank you very much for joining me. Angel. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. This has been an interesting couple of days with you and I having conversations in between, and doing certain things that I've really held back from communicating with you only because of our jobs and what we do. And I just wanted this to be a really eventful evening. And just to say, it is so amazing to meet a fellow intuitive without the ego. I was saying to my fiance just yesterday, I thought I'm so excited to be on this podcast because you're not usually this excited. He goes, why are you so excited? I said, because it's so rare to find someone 
who has a vibe that I really enjoy sitting in as a reader, a real deal. Like, you know, it's, it's rare. Like you see all of these people on Instagram and social media and I'm doing psychic readings and I'm a psychic and I'm a this and I'm that, but it's actually a rare occasion to find someone that you're just like, okay, yeah, I trust you. Right? <laughs> From a reader's perspective, it's not Absolutely. easy. It is yeah. not easy to find people that you trust as another reader. And as we know, being in this industry, um, the, the fakes that are out there, and I, I look forward to uh, calling them out as often as possible. And I don't, as soon as they start asking for more money or something weird yeah. like that, or I'll get rid of that curse for 5,000 Canadian, you know, yeah. you know, and you're just going, hang on a second here. There's something that's going on here. But your energy, your aura colors, everything to me is so fantastic. So I'm kind of liking this and I'm loving this whole idea to have you actually as my guest for a change. So it's, it's super. Um, are you ready for a few questions here? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, just so everybody knows who's watching, um, you know, those who don't know me, this is Whitey. She's always with me. She is my reading cat. Uh, and for those of you who are not, you know, in, in the know when it comes to psychic work, sometimes we do work with animals and they help to ground us. They help to work with us. So just so you know, you get two for one here. That's which is perfect. And by the way, for my Instagram fans, um, just join us on YouTube live. Look for white noise and you can see this whole thing happening. So come on on and have some fun. Um, I want to know, because I was at the age of five in a sandbox, staring at, at a man that was kitty corner to me uh, who had passed on and I still don't know who he was. And he was my very first full apparition. And he was the most gentle, kind, connected source of energy I've ever met in my life. And I haven't met someone since then. Really? Yes. And he was amazing. He was in and out of my five-year-old life in a span of probably uh, two minutes. And it's funny because I get the sense that he was just somebody who's there, right? It was just, it was just the right timing, right? Everything, the cocktail to make that happen. He was just somebody who was there. How did, how did you come about seeing things? Um, when I was a little girl, my first experiences, I was waking up and in that in-between time, I saw my great aunt and she was standing beside a tree, which I now know to be the tree of life uh, mm. or the gateway to the Akashic records. And she was standing there in a death gown. So all black, we're Maltese. That's where very traditional. And, um, I remember waking up and my mom came up the stairs. My mom actually grew up with this woman. She was one of her caretakers and caregivers. And she came up the stairs and she said, listen, she goes, your, your great auntie Mary passed away. And I looked at her and I said, I know. And she said, what do you mean? You know? And I said, well, I just, I just saw her. She was by this train. She was, you didn't see anything. You don't know anything. You don't talk about this. And I'm like, uh, okay. So that was my introduction <laughs> to this world. Um, and then many years later, I was uh, fortunate enough to meet somebody who took me out into the elements and introduced me to um, skiing and biking and getting connected to the elements started getting me connected to spirit and in a way that was so profound. And that's really, uh, that's really where it started. 
That's amazing. And how old were you around then? Um, I was probably 27, 28, maybe 28, 29 when I came back to it. Um, And I had experiences in between, but I didn't know what to make of them. Um, But consciously, that was a real eye opener when I started to get outside. Um, And then I ended up in Guatemala through various circumstances. And a medicine man told me that I was going to talk to animals and I thought he was on crack. Uh, You know, so I was like, okay, whatever. And I came home and uh, I ended up at this facility opening and I was signing these books because I was ready into healing work. And I was signing these books. I didn't realize what I was signing. And about a week later, I get an email going, oh, don't forget you have an animal communications course. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And a friend of mine called. She goes, you're going, right? And I said, no, of course I'm not going. And she goes, oh, yes, you are. And she dragged me to it. Um, and over the course of that weekend, I not only realized how real it was, but I signed up for the advanced course. And within six weeks of that, I was working professionally as an animal communicator. And I, I am fascinated by that. I've met only one other animal communicator, which was interesting. But it, I have my guide as a cat, and I'm impressed with not having the communication. I follow her tail more mm-hmm. than anything else, and that communicates for me. But you're getting such information from these animals. It is like mind-boggling to me and I love this I do but it's just like how do you do that like come on okay but you know okay so I get this question a lot and even from psychics and that blows my mind because as a reader as a psychic because I work with people too one of the things that I've realized is the only limitations we have are the ones we place on ourselves so the way I read a human even though it's a different vibration I read animals because this is just you know, and I, I love that that 90s TV show Angel. So this is just a meat suit, you know, and, and, and the reality yes. is, is that energy is energy. So what I usually say to people, the young ones, especially is think of yourself as a biocomputer, right? And you're a biocomputer. And so when we come together, we network. And I download all my information to you and you download all your information to me. The only difference is, is I can read it. It's the same with an animal right? Um, What makes me unique, though, is that I go beyond animal communications with the physical being. So animal communicators can talk to those who are crossed over. Animal communicators can talk to ones who are lost or not in the space um, or the ones who are in the space with us. Uh, But I go a little bit further in that I can work with spirit animals as well. uh, And I can see people's um, animal totem pole. Right. So I can see their spirit animal. I can see their power animal. I can see their guide and I can see the animal energy that's working with them. And likewise, I can do that with an animal because what people don't realize is animals have spirit animals. They have guides. They have guardians. They have angels. Um, They have astrological signs, you know, and when we understand all of this, the communications become even more rich. Well, my scorpion puppy needs a little bit of help sometimes, you know, so. (laughs) <laughs> You're talking about your puppy. <laughs> I heard. <laughs> he will not let me out of his sight. And this was, this was a, a really, it was meant for Amelia because we have one daughter, one child. And I wanted this animal to be her best friend, her, the one that she goes to. Amelia picks, picks him up, loves him. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't growl. He does. He puts up with her. And yes. that's what I love. Um, but she still, she gets a little miffed when the dog will run by her and come to me. 
Yes. Yes. And, and that's something you and I talked about actually in our initial conversation, yeah. we're just getting to know each other is that he's very much on your vibe and he worries about you. Um, you know, he actually really um, not only loves you, but he gets you on a really deep level. Like you guys vibrate so much and they're showing me to you that you communicate on very similar levels too, because he actually communicates in quality time. That's his love language. Um, but at, on his level of animal communications, he's very uh, physical, spiritual. So he right. understands every word that you say, but he's also very spiritual. And you're a Libra, right? So that actually makes a lot of sense because as a spiritual animal, and I'm sorry, I'm all blurred out. Um, I don't know why. It, it, now it is it's again it's the way you move it's your hands zoom. yeah okay i'll try and be still gemini i, I, I don't know if i can do it right. happen, but that's okay i love it <laughs> um so yeah so he is going to be able to connect to you on the spirit level and that's really really cool for a psychic for a clairvoyant to have an animal who resonates on that level like it's so neat and he says he wants to work with you more and he's saying something about um you need when you go under the moon and you talk to her, he wants to be with you. Do you go under the moon? Yes. Yeah, he wants to be with you. So involve him. Okay. Yeah, sit with him. Let him sit with you. The moon is part of my astrological chart. And it just, it it gives me, it regenerates a lot of my energy, my past feelings, those type of things. And it's very, very um, healing for me. It's yeah. really good. And yeah. it doesn't well, you're a Libra, you're very it. sensitive too, right? So the moon is water medicine and you're an air sign. So it balances you. It does. And okay. you know, us Libras want balance because it doesn't work any other way. Um, so who helped you develop your skills? Other than like, I've, I had a village. So I had my Aboriginal side and I had a Hungarian side and a grandmother who was native. So I had the best of both worlds. You're lucky. I was very, and I was never told or uh, not to use them, but not to um, take advantage of them or to use them for any other purpose other than giving information. Right. You know, and I always knew that because of my soul levels. So that really helped me. Where on earth did you get this good with such quality and such empathy? Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, I have to say, I have been very fortunate and my teachers have found me. And so I, after that trip to Guatemala, like I said, six weeks later, I became that animal communicator. Um, I met a store owner. Uh, in a store in Newmarket, Ontario called the Hedgewitch. And she and I got on very well. And she asked me some very pointed questions. And she goes, oh, she goes, you're, you're a seer. You're a seer. And I'm like, I am. And she goes, yeah. So I started taking classes there. And then I ended up working there. And I shadowed her for nine and a half years. Wow. And she was my teacher. She became my family. Um, her daughter became like a sister to me. And what's really funny is I worked there for nine and a half years. Then I went and spread my wings. And now I'm actually back there once a month because that's home for me. And yes. I realized that it's, it's a circle. And I need that energy around me. So that was that. 
that. And I also was fortunate enough, um, again, I was just bored one night and a friend called and said, listen, I'm going to go to this ceremony and these medicine men from Peru are here. Come with me. I'm like, okay, I got nothing to do. So I went and uh, through the ceremony, there must've been 30, 40 people there. Um, I was asking questions and they started picking on me. They started talking to me, which I felt very honored and scared. And oh, then at the end, they... Thing. They, yeah. And they pulled me aside afterwards and they said, we want to work with you. We, we have things to show you. We have things to teach you. And so in the time that they were there, I became friends with them and they taught me a lot about healing work and um, being a reader. So I've been very fortunate in that my physical teachers have come into my life. I've never gone searching. Uh, and then from there, my, my, you know, my, my mentor at the Hedgewood, she said to me one day, she goes, when are you going to stop? you know, reading about it, when are you going to stop shadowing people? When are you going to do the work? And that's when everything really opened up. I gave, she gave me permission. So I gave me permission. I, and I love that. I was given permission by my, um, she was my second mother, basically in a lot of different ways. And she taught me so many different things. Her name was Elizabeth Knight. Mm -hmm. And she came directly from Scotland and she was an amazing human being. And she said, you're now at a time where I can't give you any more information and you need to do this because I'm no longer going to hold your hand. You need to make your mistakes. You need to do these things on your own and gain the confidence to be able to do what we do. And I just said, I'm humbled by everything that you're saying, but I can't do it without you. I need you to hold my hand. And um, she still did a little bit. But sadly, she, she died of brain cancer in London, Ontario. And, but she is around me and her essence is around me right. constantly. And, and, you know, it's funny you say that because I was thinking about that the other day, because no matter where I've been in my career, you know, whether it's been on the radio or on television or clients, or whatever, I've always been able to just pick up the phone and call Diane when I need something, right? She's like that second mom, that great aunt kind yes. of and yes. I was thinking just the other day, what happens when that that's not there? Because at some point that is, and I don't want to be morose or anything, but what does happen then? Because I don't, that scares me. Like that actually scares me that I'll actually be on my own. But then I realized too, because I've been through a lot this year, this has been a very eye-opening year and I'm stepping into my elder that now I'm the teacher. I'm the mentor, right? I'm that person. When she sees me, we talk as equals now, right? And I'll never see her that way, but that's the way she sees me. So that was just, that's a great compliment. Right? I love that's what Elizabeth did with me. And, yeah. you know, and it was to feel that regard by them. Yeah. And again, there was no ego attached to this, right? It was just, my goodness, look at you. You've yes. grown. You've grown. Yes. This is beautiful. Now what go. Pretty girl you've become. What a lovely boy you've become. Like, you yeah. know, it's, it yeah. is. It's, it's so, you feel family. And I think that's what this work is about. You know, it's about creating families wherever you go. You know, every person that I read becomes part of my tribe. You know, every, my spiritual tribe, they become a part of my spiritual they're, family. They're um, our village. Yeah, our village. That's exactly. And that's how it works. And I love that kind of thing. As you continue having these conversations and I'm asking questions, your aura colors just explode. They're just like beautiful to watch when we're talking. So again, when, and I know we have other psychics and mediums who watch us now and they just don't say very much. 
And they're trying to give themselves permission to come out and play now. Yeah. And, and they and they're so deserving to do so, you know, and they're the good and we need them. We do because the next five years is craziness on the energy level for me on my spectrum, on my part of my understanding of requiring our abilities to help everybody else to understand what's going on. And you're already a philosopher. You're also an author. Yes, a recent <laughs> author. So I have my whole life wanted to write a book. And uh, I, this year, like I said, was very eye-opening for me. I almost um, died in June. <laughs> and then I had to have a corrective surgery that to complete it. And I had all this time off. And I'm a Gemini, so I get really bored and I can't move around a lot. So my fiance goes, why don't you write a book? He goes, you should write a book. And I said, I don't know what to write. I don't know what to do. And all of a sudden, the I was writing in my journal and this, and I said, I'm bored. I need something. So I always go to spirit, right? That's my yes. go-to. Well, that's my go-to as well. Something. I get it. And they said, notebook, quotes. And I'm like, I get it. So I ended up um, creating uh, a notebook with all these quotes that I've been collecting over the years that are original quotes that I have on my Instagram page. Mm -hmm. And so there's all these pages, a hundred quotes, and they're all there. And then a companion book. And the companion book has all those same quotes that correlate to the notes, the notebook and the explanations. So yeah. the notebook is there for you to put your thoughts down about what that quote is about and live that quote, or even just use it as your grocery list. But I wanted to do something different. So yeah, as of uh, last week, I am now on Amazon and I'm happy to announce that in Canada, we actually sold out in about 24 hours. Um, so now if you want to get a book, you have to go to the States. But congratulations to that. And that's where you're empowered. That's where you're giving us information on paper that can be reviewed, understood, and, and digested a little easier. Because when we're out there, like myself, who's too chicken to write the book, <laughs> and it'll come. It'll come. You know, it, it will. I, I, it, I just, I'm not ready. But the idea behind this is you want to be able to give the information that I give each individual on a separate reading or a separate session. Mm -hmm. And sometimes lately, especially in 2022, I found that I'm giving a lot of information the same way to people from different countries, mm -hmm. different parts of the ocean. Yeah. I, they're getting the same message that yes. I'm giving to them from their higher selves, yes. their protectors, their angelics. And I'm just going, like, why am I keep on repeating myself to these people? They don't know one another but they're getting the same message. Yeah, so it, it, it is a very interesting thing. I agree with you. And I'm noticing too, because I do that. I watch other readers um, because I always learn something from them, whether it's in technique or in how they, they present or whatever. And I'm noticing more and more that they say the same things I do, right? They, they're presenting in a different way, which is awesome to watch, but the messages are the same. And it's just, or similar, and it's just so, so cool because there's a part of me that's human. It still goes, yay, I'm not crazy. And it's like, they're all getting the same cookbook with the same yeah. ingredients. And that's what I love about this. Yeah. So you're, you're developing a stronger sense of communication since your illness to present day. Did that, is that because you had to 
calm your mind down or calm your heart chakra down? Was there certain things that you had to do? No, actually, do you know what's really funny is um, my whole life I've been struggling with certain uh, challenges where emotional challenges with family and stuff like that. And I've always tried to release it myself. And um, through the illness that I went through, they actually had to operate and they they took out, a, they took out part of, of me and in taking out that part, which was in the stomach area, which we all know is connected to family, um, it released it there was a release in that. So it wasn't something I, it was a real learning in, I can't do everything myself. Like, you know, there's always spirit is, and, and I went through such an incredible journey with it because spirit said to me, they said, well, relax, you're not going to die. We're going to take care of you. Right. So even though I came close, I had that sense that everything was going to be okay. And then on the second one, I'm like, okay, you guys are so great. Why didn't you just get everything the first? What the hell? And I realized we're allowed to use F bombs on here, by the way. Oh, that's good to know. Thank you. Um, (laughs) Don't give me permission. Uh, Yeah, you've got it. You've got it. I love so it. I had a vision and um, they showed me that it actually wasn't for me this time. They said there was someone's life that I had to change. And when I was in the hospital, two people actually. And when I was in the hospital, I met that woman and we had a conversation um, and it turned out my, my operation was going to be on Halloween day, ironically enough. And so she and I were talking and she said something that led to uh, her asking me about her family. And I said, oh, but it's not this person. It's this person we need to talk to. And it just opened up a whole session. And then I was after the operation, the man who was in my room with me was the other man. I was the other person I saw in a vision, in the vision. So, cause I saw two people that I had to change their lives. And that night, unfortunately, I saw something really horrible happen to him. Um, and I reported it and he was like basically catatonic. And after that, he was actually coming out of that state. And this journey really helped me to understand how powerful spirit is, but how clear my channel to spirit is. It's, and it is getting stronger as yeah. you get older because yeah. we don't, allow anyone to define us any longer we don't take the opinions of others because i throw them out the window and i'm very strong on doing that because i've never asked you for your opinion unless we're talking and we're getting these type of things but someone who will knock on my door and just say you're a shithead i'm going okay why you just are there's no reason rhyme no reason to it but that's what they feel but I'm then automatically tuning into their third eye. Their confidence level is completely down. I embarrassed them somehow or made them feel uncomfortable. And so the retaliation from that was horrible. And what people don't get is it's worse when it's family. So hitting a chord right now. Um, It is. It is harder when it's family because this is a conversation my fiance and I had because of you, actually, because you and I were talking the other day and uh, I was reading you and you were reading me and it was really flowing. So I get off the phone and he was there and he says, how come with other people? It's so easy and effortless with you. I watch you. And he goes, and with me, you don't even want to read me. I said, because I get scared. Mm-hmm. I said, I, I go into paralysis. You know, I, I like Jim. I love my clients. They're all wonderful, but they're not you. 
right? And and plus, if I get it wrong, I got to live with that. And you know? I've and, made and, mistakes and, with Jill. So yes. Yeah, but he'll make fun of me. <laughs> you know, and it's like, he'll make fun of me. And he'll tell me, he'll go like, why don't you want to read the cats? And when, I said, well, mate, what makes you think I'm not? I said, there are certain things they don't want to say to you, right? There are certain things they just want to tell me. And, you know, I just, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to get it wrong with him. We don't want to get it wrong with anyone. That's our problem. Yeah. And we're not looking to be perfectionists here. Yeah, but I'm getting over that with clients. With clients, the less I'm feared about being wrong, the, the more accurate I am. Yes. And that, right? that has happened to me since 2006. Yeah. And it's so crazy yeah. on and spot on. And they're looking at me going, somebody gave you the information, which is the ones that I like. Someone, you got this from someone. You, yeah. you looked me up on the internet, the World Wide Web. You found out about me. I'm going, look, yeah. I don't have time for that shit. Like, this is, this is it. This is how it is. This is how you're going to deal with it. My favorite is when a client will turn around and go, oh my God, how did you know that? It's, um, <laughs> it's psychic. Hello, it's my job. And then they laugh, right? Like everything for me is humor. Um, so no matter how deep it gets, I always go to humor in the end because it always helps to empower, to keep people open and that kind of thing. So is that why I married Jill? Cause she's a comedian. Oh yeah. Libras and Gemini. So they're the, they're the epitome of the perfect match on the astrological wheel. Right. So the, the whole thing is that Libras ground us, but we give you your sense of adventure. But unfortunately, Gemini is sometimes we try to, we push the envelope a little bit and then that's when a, a Libra can't, can't handle it. And with you guys, you guys want everything a certain way. And we're just like freedom, freedom. So yeah. it's, it's, it's a unique dynamic. It is. And it's good that we, uh, qualify that way and um i've learned to share in a relationship instead of hide in a relationship yeah you know and that's the balance for me and you can do that um i wanted to ask you another question sure when you look at someone and you're seeing a lot of darkness around them what is it that you think you can do, or do you just avoid it completely? Because I know what I do, but I'm very curious as to what comes from your heart. So if I feel someone who has um, a heavier energy, mm -hmm. um, I usually sit with it for a bit to see what I'm seeing, because I work with South American medicine people. And one of the things that they taught me is never believe what you see, your first instinct is always correct. And a lot of times, nine times out of 10, the heaviness that I'm feeling isn't like a dark entity or an attachment, it's sadness or it's sorrow. And I wanna know what that is. So I'll quietly kind of tap in and then I'll ask my guides and guardians, is there something here that I requires me? Like, you know, is there something that I need to do here? Is there something I need to say or something I need to heal? And a lot of times before I even ask the question, an opportunity will open up and I do whatever it is I need to do. If it's a lower energy entity or attachment, um, usually if it's not my business, you know, they're not bothering me. I'm not going to bother them. Um, but if I'm meant to be there to do something, I'm always shown anyway. So there's really nothing I need to ask. Like if it's a lower energy of removal, something like that, I'm there for a reason. I'm never in the situation with those things where I'm not necessary. Because you know, they have a file on us. 
uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. And it's ridiculous, the file that they have. And they look for our idiosyncrasies. They look for our little bit of um, doubt because we don't, we try not to doubt ourselves, but we're put in a situation sometimes where the energy will force that on us. And you have to ask a lot of these questions. Yeah. And I automatically can feel the mischievous energy to the right of a person immediately. Yeah. The left, the heart chakra side, that's where I know the love comes from. But even with that love comes their own spiritual confusion because they can't, they couldn't communicate with their family when they were alive. They're having a hell of a hard time trying to communicate with them when they're passed on. So I have to read in between the lines to give them information. And then all of a sudden you see the spirit nod and give you an agreement and just say, thank you for that. Because I didn't know how to say that, but now you said it for me. Let me give you a hug. I feel smothered. And then, then they go, they don't. I've actually had those cases where, um, you know, if I, if I get a case where I have a spirit that isn't communicating with me, one of the things I learned with animal communications is I go to their spirit guides and their guardians and their angels. So if I'm having a hard time with someone, like I, I had a case where he just didn't want to talk because he knew he had committed a crime and he still wasn't ready to. So I went up to his guides, his guardians, his angels. I said, look, I know I'm not going to get information from you. So I went to them and, and he was, he was a nasty old man. Too. <laughs> so I went to them. I'm like, okay, I'm done with you. That's me. I'm, I'm Maltese. I'm done with you. So I go to his guides and guardians and they gave me the information required. And it was so interesting because the minute I had that information, I literally closed my eyes and inside I looked at him and he just looked away like a little boy. And I said, look, it's okay. That's when you're alive. Now we need to release that because of X, Y, and Z. And it was so cool because it was his daughter who was here to talk to him because she wanted to heal it. So not only did we heal it for him, but we felt healed it for her and the whole family and the lineage that will come along with Absolutely. it. Because I believe everything affects seven generations down. Well, and uh, you, my interpretation of some of what you're saying is the contracts that they've had from souls past mm-hmm. that they have to, they think that they owe someone. Yeah. And yeah. I've ended all my contracts, but I won't end my Amelia's, my daughter's yet. I should, but I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to have to. Yeah, I, I like doing contract work. Um, that's one of the things that I love about the Akashic Records is going into somebody's records room and um, working to shift and change contracts to, to, to waylay contracts. I had this one wonderful, beautiful woman who came to a show of mine and they actually caught this on tape and it's on Instagram. And she asked me if any of her past lives were influencing her. And this 16th century woman came out as girl. She was a midwife and a midwife like her and work with homeopathics and naturopathics and doula work. And so I'm telling her all this and the girl is smiling. Her mom is smiling. And then she goes, yeah, she goes, I just quit my job as a nurse and I signed up to become a doula. I wasn't sure if that was the right path. I don't know if I should do naturopathics or homeopathics. I said, no, she said homeopathics. As soon as I said that, The young woman, I'll never forget this. She just smiled and she turned around and she faded away. It's like she was able to say what she needed to say. Her part of the contract was done. And now she's encouraged her to continue. And it's so hard to explain that to the living. As well as you just did. 
they're just looking at us and just going, that's impossible. Or where did you get that? And it's not where I got it. It's they're showing up. They're giving me this information. But you know what? I don't get that as much anymore. Um, I find that the more I sit in my abilities and nurture my acceptance of self, Mm -hmm. I don't get people who question me. Like I've never had a skeptic, knock on wood. uh, I've never had a skeptic who challenged me on the air. You know, I've never had an audience member who is mean to me. Like I've never had those circumstances. And I really attribute that to um, the people that I've worked with who've helped me really accept myself as a reader, as a seer. And I feel like if I accept me, then you're going to accept me. And people love stories. So I like to storytell. So yeah. I try to um, I try to tell people or give people, that's a better way of putting it. Thank you. Bring the messages through. I just saw, through the, light. Stories. I just saw the light. When you yeah, said- I do that. I, yeah. That was nice. Thank you. this is lovely by the way i'm really enjoying myself tonight thank you listen i'm feeling like we're in the living room and we're just having a drink and we're enjoying ourselves you know that's how i love making my shows feel like even the i used to do um what do they call round tables and i would invite people and we would do this over covid and we would do it over zoom and that's what it felt like just just coffee chat you know and it's it's so important to do these type of things through covid I had some friends from where I grew up in Montreal and in Lachine in particular, and we were all going through this, this, what COVID was isolating us. So I put a Zoom thing together. And the very first Zoom connection that I had with all of my connections from childhood, 30 people showed up. I had little squares. And, nice. you know, and it was beautiful. We, we came on there. And it was just like being back in high school the bully who was really not the bully anymore, yeah. you know, um, um, the, the, the most beautiful girl in high school was there and she's still very beautiful. So there was a lot of cool things that were showing up and I just enjoyed it all. And it was just, I get the same information and reading people like that in a group and I can individualize 30 people, a hundred people yeah. and point every single one of them out and give them an individual. Can totally, I- totally jive on that. So I love standing in front of an audience and being able to go, okay, show me where I need to go next. And just pinpointing a person, right. Or having a spirit show me that they belong to someone. I, I think that's one of my favorite things to do. Yes. I have to tell you, you know, that's that. Yeah. And then pinning somebody and going, oh yeah, you're, you know, you're asking that question about your boyfriend and this is what I see. And they're going, oh no, no, no. And their friends are going, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love that. And you know, because they're embarrassed about the truth, but in a, in a positive way Yeah. and whatever's going on and their friends are saying, I told you so I told you so. Yeah, exactly. I love that. It makes everybody laugh. Like it's entertainment, right? It's so entertainment to watch human beings respond to spirit. I, I, I'm going to give you one small story quickly. And I tell this sometimes I was in Memphis and I was at BB King's restaurant Nice. and I was sitting at the bar and they have all the amateur hour that was coming out because it's a tourist town. And um, I ordered his catfish, the special, all of that stuff. Mm. And I'm looking around and these two gentlemen older who were alive looking at me and I was holding the, the, the salt shaker ready to put it on the catfish. 
I had B.B. King in my left ear saying, if you put salt on my catfish, you're going to be leaving this place. And I'm just going, oh, okay. And I put it down. And the two men at the end of the bar started clapping. They said, you talked to him, didn't you? They, he gave you shit, didn't he? Oh, so <laughs> These guys cool. were just beautiful. And I'm just going, yeah, yeah. That and is such I, a I, cool, lovely validation, isn't it? Isn't that so cool when stuff like that happens? And I just sat there and I, I stayed there until close because I was just so yeah elated by the whole experience. Yeah. Yeah. I had a woman just yesterday come in and we were talking and I had mentioned vulture medicine that had just come up in her reading. It was something about vultures and she stopped and she goes, Oh my God. I said, what? And she goes, so this morning I was on the internet and for some reason I was obsessed with vultures. And I said to her, I said, that was spirit getting you ready for your reading. I said, that was opening you up. I said, what you were hearing, what you were feeling was exactly what you needed to, to be ready for now. Right. I, it's amazing. How that- and I, I know that for a fact, because clients say this and this and this happened. Now I'm prepared for you. I'm not afraid anymore. Yes. I love that because yeah. we don't want them to be afraid of what we're trying to give them information for. It's well, beautiful. I work. I work with um, medicine men who work with something called Iboga. And so before, and it's an African ceremony, it's an all night ceremony. And before people go to Iboga, they come to me to see what they may be experiencing through the Iboga and what to be ready for um, because they're nervous or they're afraid. Uh, And then they come to me afterwards too with their experiences. So when I'm talking to them, I always tell them ceremony doesn't start the day you step into that room. Ceremony starts three days to three weeks before your spirit is already getting ready to be in that space you're already cleansing you're releasing you're clearing because some of them will say oh man i've been feeling really weird lately i've been feeling we don't uh help our society understand that things aren't momentary they don't start because you walk through a door they start before yes you're putting energy into it before that so like you i absolutely love to ready people so that they have this sense of Um, communion with whatever they're doing, whether it's a session with me or a ceremony they're going into or whatever the case might be for them. Because you want to make it about them because that's what it's about. And we're, and we're, we, you and I are sharing so many different stories here and I love this, but when we talk to a client or we talk to a friend or a family member and we're giving them information, it's not because we want, to, we want that attention. There are messages that are still coming through left, right, and center. Yeah. And, um, you know, for us to go to sleep at night, I'm just saying, we're done. See you yeah. tomorrow. I'll see you at seven. And I'm lucky enough that that happens. Yeah. Um, for me, I ward my house. So I place symbols around my home. Um, and those symbols allow... Only the spirits were conducive to my best and highest good. And one of the reasons I had to learn how to do that is because my son is incredibly gifted. And before he moved out to live out his own life, um, he would have dreams and he would get visited and he wasn't sleeping. And so I learned how to do this to my benefit because I didn't realize that it was benefiting me too. So now whenever something comes in in the middle of the night, I know that is absolutely necessary for me to wake up and address it. 
right? It used to be like, I used to have, you know, old women coming through the ceiling. I'd be like, no, no, it's three o'clock. No, leave, leave. Um, Now I don't have to worry about things like that. I'm usually a little bit more aggressive. Um, I'm the F-bomb. Libras always seem so nice on the surface. No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) And I just say enough's enough. I need some sleep. Give me five hours. I'll be okay. Let it be. And they, and you know, it's, it's a respect. Well, you know, we, we have to remember too, and this is for anybody out there who's just starting on the path or, or maybe is looking for new ways of, of understanding this work, but spirit doesn't work for us. And we don't work for spirit. We work together. We're a team. And the sooner we realize that, the easier the flow of communication and connection becomes. Because now, I mean, for me, I never feel like I'm at their mercy, you know, that I have to do what I'm being told. I know I have choice in it, right? I know that I don't have to do this reading or I don't have to deal with that that spirits coming in at two o'clock in the morning, right? So, and, and that's a nice feeling to know that I, I have that support system, that they're not my, you know, my my masters or slaves or whatever you want to call it. I am feeling Joseph, the producer's energy right now because he's looking at the time and he's sort of, What's going on? Are you going to close this up, Jim, or what are you doing? Two more minutes, Joan. We're going to bring them online. But I need to ask Angel if the things that berate you, that you ask for unwanted energy, because it happens to me every day, even unwanted energy, like um, forceful energy, like I can't open a door or I'm not allowed to walk up the stairs. I, I like I'm being forced to stay right. in a certain area for at least a minute. And it, they're almost like these energy vampires of sorts that I don't know who they are. And they've been only happening in 20 since 2021. And it doesn't happen all the time. But do you get any of those energies that control that emotion or hold you hostage? No, for 30 seconds? I won't allow it. I learned from Diane. <laughs> <laughs> Diane is like, no. And and actually, my my um, I'm on an investigations team. And we have our captain. He's a lovely man. He's an angel seer. Like his vibe is so high. But when he when something is in the room and it's it's he's protector, he's hero archetype. When something's in the room and it's it's being a menace of some sort, or it's it's an, a lower energy that won't let you move or whatever, he'd be like, no, that's enough. Get back, you know, that kind of thing. And and so no, I've never really had that. The only time I've ever had energies stop me from doing something is usually when it's for my own good. That's the only time it's really happened. The one time I can remember it happening um, was I was clearing a friend's home and I thought it was an easy thing to do. My son was making some extra money over the summer and he came with me and I thought, okay, whatever. And there was this room in the basement that I didn't know they wanted us to clear out. So we went downstairs and I couldn't get past that energy. And my son goes, Oh, get out of the way. And he walked in and all of a sudden he stopped and his hands went to his side. And I'm like, Joseph. And I still couldn't get to him. And I thought, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. And he couldn't have been more than 11. And his hands went down and he went in out. And all of a sudden everything just shook. Like the whole house shook. And it just, and I remember he walked out and he looked at me with this look of, 
I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. And I'm like, get in the car, get in the car right now. You're in so much trouble. <clears throat> um, so that was probably the only time I've ever really felt that. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, I want you to promote yourself right now before <laughs> we go to do some live stuff. Sure. Let people know who you are. I want people, especially my crew, Thank my you. followers, I want them to meet you. I want them to get something from you because you're absolutely amazing. So. Aw, thank you. I feel the same way about you. Well, if you want to find me or know more about me, raisingenergy.com is my website. It's kind of the catch-all for everything I do. Um, right. If you're looking for something animal specific, you can always go to angelmorganpetpsychic.com. Um, if you're looking for tips, techniques, parenting, energetic work, um, I have a blog. And the blog is mypsychiclifestyle.com. Uh, and I have my books that are coming out as well. And you can also get tickets to Raising Energy on Rogers TV, which is an in-studio taping. And you can watch the show um, at rogerstv.com backslash Raising Energy online every day. So you can also do that. So, and I do Instagram lives as my give back um, because I really believe in giving back. That's a huge, okay. I am way too spoiled in my life not to say thank you. <laughs> and my Instagram followers just love it when I come on live and, um, you know, I'm doing instant readings for them and they're, I say, you get, copy and paste your birth date and year and your question because you, I'll, I can't get through all of you. So you'll have to repeat it because they get upset. When so you, is that how you do it? They have to like put their birthdays in that? <clears throat> I do that to slow them down. Oh. There's no other reason. See, now we're telling family secrets. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. slow them down because they want to share a question. I don't need their birth date, their sign or anything because I'm getting the information automatically and yeah. it's given to me. But when they slow down and give me their birth date, their year, and their question, I get a calmer energy from them. Very interesting. See. Yeah, see, I let my my crew come through with whatever questions they want to come through with. Um, and I just let them, I rapid fire. So I like that energy. Um, for me, that first like few seconds is probably the most open I can get. But see, this is what I love. We're readers, we read similarly, but it's different right? We use different techniques to get to the same. And that is something I absolutely, this is why I love reading with other readers. Same here, because I learn. And when we're giving what we've learned yeah. and we're not holding it hostage, that is how we operate. That I love is how you the said that. way that we operate. Yep. I hold nothing hostage. You want to know, I'll give you my technique. I'll give you my grounding technique. I'll give you my white light. I'll even do it for you until you get it. It immortalizes you. Think about that for a second. You know, when you share something, now it's come from you, that you're the teacher, that immortalizes you. They're going to teach other people. They're going to, there's no higher honor. Absolutely. I, I agree with you 100%. And that's why the, uh, I, I've been through the jealous ones. I've been through the ego ones mm -hmm. and the anger. Look at them get mad at you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's beautiful that we share and we get that information but it's we want to tell them how we get it because maybe they're stuck and they can try it our way and everything will turn out okay. exactly exactly and in turn you know I, no matter how seasoned you are the reality for me is that there's always something to learn always something to learn I have acknowledged my abilities since the age of five and I learn something new every day 
And I share that with anybody that wants to learn. You're so lucky. I wish I had that understanding and support from that age. God, that's incredible. It was my Aboriginal family. It was, it was the village. It was a shaman. It was everyone looking at me, teaching me silence and learning and not provoking anything, the yeah. living or the dead, and just be humble about it yeah. and share that with people. Yeah. And that's what I've learned to do. And that's what I enjoy. Now, um, we're going to read some live guests here, you and I. So I'm pretty sure they're excited. Joe, are you almost ready? I'm ready. I'm going <laughs> to add uh, Tiara in now. Yeah. So what I uh, at the end of all of this, Angel, I really want us to be able to uh, um, say goodbye. I still want you to promote yourself one last time before we end this amazing evening. But thank you so much for coming on and I hope we can do this on a regular basis. Oh, I would love that. Thank you so much. Thank you. I just enjoyed our time. Thank you. And here we go with Tiara. Yes, perfect. Hi, Jim. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. This is uh, one of the most amazing people I've met in my lifetime, Angel. Yes. So you, I picked up that you had a lot of energy and a lot of challenges and a lot of changes that happened over the last four years of your life. Yes. And now in this 2023, things are resonating with you that you're not so angry anymore. And you calmed it down because you don't give a shit about what other people feel and think at this young age for a change. So that's really, really good for you. You know, what's really interesting. We have on the pagan path, on my path, there is the maid, the mother, and the crone, the three phases of a woman's life. And I really feel that that light energy that you're picking up on, that energy of not caring anymore, that energy of I am, is the empowered woman and stepping into that new phase of who you are and understanding it. Because woman isn't about having a home, having a husband, having a car, having kids, but knowing you. Right. And I feel like you're really in that place of knowing you. And I see a lot of stars, like a lot of energy. Um, do you, um, there's something about Kuan Yin energy around you. Um, so she is the mother of mercy and she works with children, uh, children and mothers. Is there something about kids around you? No. Um, <laughs> I keep Sorry. Not that I know of. <laughs> yeah, because I keep feeling she's protecting you, protecting you. And she's saying something about children. And I think what she's showing me, actually, that does make sense for me. What she's showing me is when you have children, she's going to be there to protect you. So you're never to concern yourself over like pregnancy. Is it going to be a good pregnancy? Health, health of your children. Um, and I see a beautiful child with you. So there is potential for you to have children. Sorry, is it okay if I record this? Um, it's going to be long. It's going to be recorded. You could, but okay. you would have to do this, but you can get us on, um, on the repeat. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Perfect. Because you won't forget you, you just, what you've done here is we freaked her out a little bit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But all, it means, all it means is it's on, you're on the right track. Like you're on the right track to all this goodness, family, right? Children, good career. Like whatever, I feel like you've come from a place, like you said, of confusion. And now you're coming, you're on the right track. I just heard that on the right track. Okay. The materialistic side of you will always be there because that's your personality. Okay. nothing wrong with that i'm a gemini i have that (laughs) (laughs) i'm married one so i get it i see the visa bills i know what's happening but understand that 
it's a part of your personality. Uh, good for you is okay, but perfect in anything that you purchase is very important to you because it's your status. It's what you deserved and what was not given to you as a child. So it's really awesome that you're getting this. 2023 is your year. It begins in February for me, but. Okay. Yeah, I so agree with you. Um, I feel like 2023, um, envision yourself in your perfection. That's what we call whale medicine. Whale medicine, they say when whales sing, they sing a certain tone to heal you and bring you to your perfect world. And that's what they're showing me is the whale. And so for you, I feel like um, it starts uh, the year of the rabbit next year, 2023 starts in February. But I feel like March is where things really start to pick up for you. So is that what you're getting at all, Jim? I'm picking a lot of the March side where there's this anxiety level that's going to drop. She finally met a partner that is not controlling, but listening and gives her the eye to eye talk, which is so important to you. Yeah. And that's because you've done the work on you, right? Like it's, it's just, it's like all a little bundle and it's just perfect. And then you move into that next phase. So March is going to, from March on, it looks really nice. Never and there's hot weather, hot weather, the summer, hot weather. It's going to be really nice summer for you. Never lose that smile because that smile is going to give you progress. That smile is going to give you opportunity. You will be in business for yourself down the road, young lady. Okay. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah, like literally it's the it's the epitome of empowered woman. But in its truth, not like I'm an empowered woman, I'm going to pretend to be one. You're actually doing the work. And that's that's what's really important to me in this reading is that you're doing the work, you know, now you're going to continue to do the work and really grow into the woman you're meant to be, which is the business, right? Which is the family, which is all of those wonderful things. And for me, lastly, before we move on to the next one and you can add whatever you need to do, I don't see you as, as with as much anxiety as you think you have. I think that anxiety is really a purpose or a divine intervention to yourself saying, I'm taking charge. I'm going to be in charge. Why do I have to listen to other people's bullshit for the rest of my life? And that's why you're moving in that direction. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Um, I think I am going to add one thing and Jim, you're probably more, more to, to speak to this than I am because you do more mediumship than I do. Um, I keep seeing an older woman. I feel like it's father's side, like a grandmother. Um, I don't know if it's grandmother or great grandmother, but I feel like it's grandmother. Is she passed? Grandmother. Yeah. Grandmother. My father's mom. No. Okay. She's not passed. Okay. So then it is great. Wait, is it grandma? No, it is grandmother. So the way I work is dead or alive. It doesn't make a difference for me. Okay. Um, if they come in, they come in. So grandmother stands behind you. And one of the reasons they're showing me she stands behind you um, is just simply because she, she and you, you guys have a similarity. There's a similarity in vibration. Um, ask her about the old ways. Ask her, just tell her stories. In her stories, you're going to nurture and find out more about you. Okay. Ask her about her life. In that, you're going to learn about yours. Okay. okay. Yeah. Take away your temper. You don't need it anymore. Okay. That actually might be her too. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, um, Tier. Um. Do you have a question for either one of us? Um, I guess I can pose it to both of you. I'm kind of in a bit of a. I guess a decision. Um, 
within with for career wise. So if you have any insight on that, that would be excellent. Again, for me, I'm moving into the March area. If you have to make that decision now, it's not going to be the right decision because you're overwhelmed by this energy and what the, what the universe is trying to do is slow you down so that you do it right this time and not jump into something that you might drown in. I'm really glad you answered that because I don't think I would have been as detailed um, because all I kept getting is um, don't do anything right now. Right now, sit in the energy that you're in. Continue doing the work that you're doing because it's not right timing to make any real movements. Um, in the By the end of December, into the meat of December, let things percolate, right? And again, let it happen to you rather than trying to control the outcome. And I agree with you because again, it's where March March is where I'm really feeling movement happening. Okay, with don't the spring. do the startup. I was just told, don't go with the startup. Okay. That's what I got. Now, I hope, Tiara, that that was helpful and we gave you some information in your life. Very good. And I hope we all meet again. Yes, that was very good. I really appreciate you guys taking the time. It was a very good meeting. I appreciate Thank it. You. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys you so much. It was a pleasure. Okay. Joseph? <laughs> that was that. Lovely. She's lovely. she is she's got a good energy she's gonna get it it's just you know it's that there's an adolescent side to her that is just right. it's that movement into woman right she's making that change that shift into a, into the woman aspect of who she is and she's really cool well i just froze that's interesting it's never happened to me before. um okay this is adriana hi jim I only did it because I wrote your name down, okay? <laughs> I thought you were going to forget. No, not this time. I'm cheating. I wrote your name down. I like this part because you met Angel almost 10 years ago or so in a group thing. Um, is there a different perspective? Are you looking at things differently now because of the way that Angel gave you some info? I did. I just found that it was just very inspirational. I got a really good, I felt better after I talked to her. Mm -hmm. Thanks. That means so the happened. I, I was just going to ask you, do you have a job? I was just going to ask that and look who shows up. Um, I, if you don't mind, before we even start, the dog has something to say. Do you mind if I tap into your puppy? Go ahead. Okay, what's your puppy's name? Tia. Tia. Hi, yeah. Tia. How are you? What a gorgeous. So Tia feels like she is a lot bigger. Her energy is a lot bigger than Tia is. Um, and, P and Tia knows that. And so sometimes she tries to dominate situations because she thinks she's bigger than she is. And she's trying to, she wants to tell you she's sorry. She's really, really sorry. Um, did she do something just recently where she pawed or she accidentally scratched somebody? Um, actually she did. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she, she really didn't mean it. She didn't mean it. She really is sorry. Um, and she says that she likes the food that you're giving her. Um, and she says her tummy is not sore anymore. Did she have tummy problems at one point? Um, a while back, but we yeah. changed the yeah. food. Good. Yeah. So she's telling you that she really likes her food now and her tummy isn't sore anymore. And she just, wants food. she goes, okay. Yeah. She says, okay, I'm tired now. She That's great. <laughs> um, are you starting to work on a different energy with you 
you are not living the same lifestyle you did three years ago. You've made major, major changes here. And now you're being looked at as the matriarch that you didn't want to do, or is that something you wanted to take over? Um, changes. Well, life has changed, <laughs> but just family-wise, I'm not working. Okay. Yeah. And, um, and I'm content. <laughs> And that's what I get flow. Like there's this river feeling about you. Um, and it's, and it's so funny. I just saw you on this little um, like ring, you, you know, those plastic rings with little horsey heads and you're sitting in it and you're, and you're just kind of bobbing up on the river. But what's really interesting about this vision is, is the, the, the horsey ring is yellow and yellow is manifestation. So what they're showing me um, and you might even see it in the aura because you see auras better than I do. Um, is that there? There's about to come a time now when new manifestation or re-goal setting is happening, and so that manifestation, especially into next year, is going to be huge for you. So it's going there's going to be an eye opener where some new opportunity, and I feel like even where work is concerned, um, something will shift there. So whether you do something for yourself or whatever, maybe you can enlighten me on that one, Jim. Because I'm keep seeing some with work, but I can't see it clearly. I'm seeing some kind of opportunity that you are going to be offered because of your connection or or it's not with family. I don't think you could work for family because they would drive you crazy. No. You know? I'm not putting them down, but they're not for you. Not to work with, that's for no, sure. Not, not to work with, beautiful. And I'm sorry about that family. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but understand, your mate will be the biggest eye-opener in your lifetime for everything to come together for you, where you will have your heart uh, in unison with the rest of your chakras. Yeah. The only thing that I need you to do is, you're doing it, but not enough. Start loving yourself more, talk to your higher self and forgive yourself for lessons learned. They were never failures with you, but you take them old school values as those were failures. And you really need to break that trigger away from you because that's not who you are. And I'm going to take that one step further. Um, the whole, I love what you said about really love yourself. Um, you need to luxuriate more. You need to do for you, right? You need to put you first in your everyday life. Like make it as simple as, you know what? I need to go out right now. I'm going to go for a hike. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go just have a coffee by myself and read a book at a chapters, right? Just little simple things like that. Um, I feel will create the foundation that Jim is talking about. I really, really do. Oh, sorry. And, and the other thing before I forget, um, the higher self, what you were talking about, if anybody out there, and this, this is for you, Adriana, but it's also for everybody out there, I ask and give permission to whatever aspect of my higher self can help me with X, Y, and Z, can answer the question for me. That's tapping directly into your higher self and giving them permission. When we give permission to our higher self, angels, angels when we give permission, it just opens a floodgate if we don't do that they can only intercede so far. and that's your higher self as well okay perfect you, your crown chakra is taking in so much information it's on overload your third eye of confidence is there introduce yourself to yourself again mm. your throat chakra is blocked because you're afraid to speak your mind and you think you do and you don't i really wish you would and i'd come over for dinner just to watch it <laughs> 
I want to be the fly in the wall. But gently, gently yeah. speak your yeah. voice, but gently, gently, because sometimes you I get feel like you, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Your it's the adrenaline. Your intuitive side will open up doors on Boxing Day of all days for me. There's something new and vibrant about you. That's why your fingers tingle at times when you're feeling different things around you. It's because you have a resource of guides that are wanting to talk to you and you have to open up a door to listen to them. It's beautiful. Perfect. And what do you want to do when you grow up anyway? <laughs> I'm all grown up already. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. No, you're not even close. No, you should close. never be grown up. Like. You can be a grown up, but have that inner child. This is what we're talking about luxuriate, about doing for you, right? I think that's what it is. Yeah. Taking time for myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like your grandmother is yeah. telling you to ride a bike. Go and ride a bike. Get the balance. Bring that child back to life. Yeah. Because it was taken away too quickly. Yeah. They're showing me too that when you go out and do stuff for yourself, leave your brain at home. Like, you know, you can't go out and think about what your kids are doing or what, what you have to do tonight with your husband it has to be about you. Right. Yeah. You had a question. Pardon? You had a question for us. Or yeah. I just want to know if you uh, see or feel or know if there's spirits around me, because I feel a big presence like every day. I do feel them around me. You're, I feel them and I see them. The situation that you're having here is you are not allowing. This is live, right? So I got to be, I'm going to be gentle on this one. Yeah. You have to let go of the past because they cannot communicate with you because you're still angry. And as soon as you stop that anger, your heart will be filled, your throat chakra will open up and that self-love, that healing process will take over and you will never think of the past as a problem. And by the time summer solstice comes, which is right on the, the, the gist of Gemini and Cancer, Everything and every door opens for you. Um, Everything for you is endless. Some of the presences I feel that you're feeling in the home are ones who are actually trying to help you open up. Um, they're waiting in the wings and they're actually trying to help you heal some of the wounds. And I feel like one of them is male. Um, so I, I don't know if that's dad. Is dad cross? Dad is still with us? Dad is still with us. Yeah. yeah okay. So dad there's a dad energy because it doesn't feel like your dad who's here. It just feels like a dad energy. Um, there is, it's, it's, a ha. Huh, it is not, it's not a guide. It's not a protector. It's, uh, not a guardian. He's there to help move you forward. Um, I don't know what to call it. He's dimensional. He's going yeah. to fifth, sixth dimension here. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's just trying to pull her in to heal her so she, yeah. that she can finish off this third dimension of life. 
Yeah. And he's, he's really, really there for you. So just understand that when you start to open up, when you start to really ground yourself and do work with the stuff that Jim is talking about, um, he's going to present himself more and more. So don't freak out when you, that's the message here. When you start seeing spirits, feeling spirits, but especially this one, because he's a very big presence. Um, don't freak out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I every day. Yeah. Beautiful eyes. Beautiful eyes. Thank this you. Guy. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Eye contact oh my God, he had gorgeous eyes. Hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. So, thank you very much. This was a pleasure. You can record it or download it on YouTube once Joe gets it all done because Joe's perfect. Ready. And uh, we can just go from there. Perfect. Thank you so much, Jim and Angel. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Have a good night. You too. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye now. We have one last one, I believe, Joseph. That's right. She's on her way in. Stop, stop bossing us around, okay? <laughs> How are you guys doing? This is a lot. Yeah. This is a lot, but I, I, I don't feel time when I'm invested in awesomeness. <laughs> I, I actually always feel jazzed to the point where afterwards um, I have to come down before I go to bed. I so. have to take the dog out for a walk just to calm down. So. Hello. Hi. How are so you? This Good. Is, how are you? How do we pronounce your name? Kiara. Oh, come on. Don't do that to me. <laughs> Kiara. 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 All right. Yeah. So there's three things that I was doing while you were off air because I was working on you behind the scenes. Okay. So while I was trying to remove the tension from your forehead so that you can think clearer because you're really, really, it's not about stress. It's about your form of control. You need to control everything too quickly, too fast. And it upsets <laughs> you because yeah. you need to be in the know. You need to have that knowledge. That way you can sort it out and then make a decision as if you like us or not, or if you want to do it or not. Yeah. You need to have everything done ahead of time. What's your astrological sign? I'm a Leo. Okay. So Leos are very forward thinking. They're very ambitious. They're always moving, 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 moving. Mm -hmm. um, are you by any chance South American, just out of curiosity? Uh, no. Your energy, um, your ancestors, there are medicine people but they're all south american very specifically peruvian um and it's very feminine lineage um you would do well to work with medicine people from peru and you can do that um you can take classes through like there's this great site called the shift network um and they have wonderful medicine people there but you're a medicine woman and you i've been told this before yeah, you're you're the old ways. You're the 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 herbs and the poultices and you know knowing how to use the sun in the morning and doing the fire ceremonies and the despachos and this is where you belong. And so sometimes I feel like you feel like you're out of time that this isn't your place. And I feel like you do belong in the ancient times, but one of your jobs is to bring those ancient times here. Okay. Those old ways here, like me, that's part of my job too, is to bring the old ways to the present time. Okay. I'll learn them. Okay. What is your cultural background? Um, I'm Canadian, but Italian. You're Italian? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I totally can smell an Italian a mile away. You do not feel Italian. <laughs> really? 
Yeah. Like I'm really, I know I call it smelling, but I can like smell yeah. and cultures and Italians are so easy for me because I'm Maltese, right? So Okojina, but <laughs> you, you don't, I thought you were like, okay, she's going to tell me she's Russian. No. Really? No, wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't pick up on that. I, there's a lot of fishermen behind her. A lot of men fishing. Hmm. Like the water area, the, the, the seclusion, the expectations of getting things done. There was, um, you always paid attention to the way the sun was rising to the way it was uh, setting. And I think you still do that today. I am still very, like, I am very much like that. Like, I'm very, I like to try to at least keep a schedule going. And if I surpass the time, I start to twitch. (laughs) (laughs) That's the Leo in you. Yeah. Um, Your mom loves you dearly. I know. And sometimes she can be, listen, she loves you so much that she doesn't know how smothering she can be because she wants to take care of you because she never had an opportunity in her past life to have a child. And Mm -hmm. now she is doing this and making sure that you're okay. And she really is concerned over your anger. And you need to work on those triggers, kid. You need to talk to somebody because you're punishing yourself for all the wrong reasons. And you need to understand that your anger comes from your whole concept that you're not enough. You are. You are enough. And that's a huge thing for you because that's the core of the anger. And I love it when people become emotional. I love it when they become vulnerable because then we can go deep, right? You're allowing us to go in. You're allowing that river to flow. Um, And what's really funny is that you are an amazing daughter. Okay. And, and yeah, we all make mistakes. Yeah. We all have things we've done in the relationships with mother and father and that kind of stuff, but you are enough and you are a really good daughter. And sometimes I feel like you don't feel like you are. I don't yeah. understand that. Did you take um, your Nona's voice and just project it louder than anybody else's? <laughs> to me, that's what it seems to be. <laughs> I just said that recently okay. to, to my mom, actually. I she said it recently a, to her. She's a strong protector of your soul. Yeah. Um, um, in the future, I think the inventory is a big deal for you to start looking at that and look at everything that you've accomplished because you're not paying it. For, I want to swear, but I'm not. I'm really good at it. But do an inventory on your last six years of your life. Look at all the things that you've accomplished because that's all we've been trying to tell you. Yeah. <clears throat> and you're only looking at the glass half full. And I need- Yeah, like I, like I could have done more. Yeah, but you I don't have like to anymore. Interesting. You're so good at healing people. You would be so good at educating us. You would do wonders because you would give us the relationship of understanding who you are and give us the information at the same time to make us feel better. So, two things. You did something while you were talking, Jim, you cleared your throat. Mm-hmm. As soon as you did that, I, I tapped into you and I felt like you need to use your voice more. 
You need to speak your truth gently more. You need to tell the story. Gently is, what? Gently is what I need to do. <laughs> that will come. That will come. Um, and the other thing, with my words sometimes, well, it depends, but. Are you, are you, are you, are you <laughs> Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I know. So yeah, gentle, but tell your stories, right? Tell your, speak your truth, because I feel like you're coming into a time where you're knowing your truth. Now it's about voicing your truth. And in that, you're also going to heal in the ways that, that Jim was speaking of as well. So using your voice is very empowering, but it's also about, again, like, you know, someone else we were just reading, it's about stepping like Tiara, stepping into your womanhood. And that's the time that you're in, right? And it's so funny because you're kind of like me where the elders are constantly working with you. So you're not really going to fully come into your own until you step fully into your womanhood, but more when you're an elder. That's when life is going to make most sense to you, okay? And we all have a phase of life where we feel the most, the, the best, the strongest. Um, for you, it's going to be at the tail end of womanhood into elder because you really are a medicine woman. You really are. What do you do for a living? You're hands on on everything. Like you're. I'm a mom. <laughs> that's that's a job by itself. Yeah. Yeah. Wise woman. yeah. Wise woman of the tribe. Wise woman of the tribe. I I, I also have a small business. Um, I'm not sure whether or not I'm going to continue on with it, just because my life is really busy with my kids and. I feel like I can't give 100% to my family and 100% to my business. So yeah. Can you do me a favor before yeah. you make that decision? And yeah, you know what? I kind of agree with you that I think this business is something that is kind of turning down for you. I get that. Um, mm -hmm. And I do agree with it in the trajectory you're on with it. Um, could you do me a favor just as for fun, go take some Reiki courses, your level one, at least because I it's my, I'm, I'm certified with Reiki. Okay, go redo your one. I okay. want you to go redo your one. Um, that's why they only showed me the one. Okay, so go redo your one because the one is going to, you're ready to really blow open. Okay. okay. So I want you to do that because that one is about heal or heal thyself. And I feel like, thank you for saying that. Um, the first time around that you did it, you did it with the eyes of a child. And I yes, it will take you yeah. to a certain vibration. Now you're going to go back to it with the eyes of a mother, with the eyes of the strength of the woman. And that's really going to set you on the path of healer and it's going to shift your life. Okay. So turning down the business, I feel like, remember, I don't know if you were listening to us earlier, but I said that ceremony doesn't start the minute you walk in the room for mm -hmm. you. I feel like ceremony is already beginning and clearing out, which is why you're having these feelings and these movements forward. And then when you do the Reiki, it'll all make sense to you. Okay, so at least the one. Okay. Any other questions? Um, yeah, so my son yes. from the age of like one and a half or so, he would talk to someone in his bed. And I'm almost positive I know who it is, but I was just wondering like what you guys got from it. Because I'm just dying to know who it is. <laughs> It's almost like I have to be in the room, but it's somebody who's propping him up. Was he ill? When it started? No, not um, your son. The oh. ghost was or the spirit. Was he ill? Yeah, the one that I think that it is. Yes, he, he passed away from, from an ailment. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for validating it was a male. Yeah, I needed that. He is a protector so that he will never, ever be sick in his life. 
he will go into health medicines because of what this man is doing. Okay. I He's feel, good. sorry, go ahead. No, no, I, I just see a gold cup. I don't know what that means for me. Gold cup. Okay. I don't know. I don't know enough about if, if it's the person that I'm thinking of. I, it's the person that I think it is, is my husband's grandfather. I was just going to say grand. Okay. Yeah. So is the grandfather absolutely unequivocally okay. the grandfather. The okay. gold cup is a chalice. It's a chalice of glory. Um, it's, it's kind of like, um, the Holy Grail kind of thing, right? It's a purification. So when you see the cups and the tarot cards, usually abundance, it's purification. And that's what I get. I get the chalice of gold. I get the chalice of purification. Um, I get all of that and that he'll always drink from that chalice. Um, and also there is a second entity in his room. Okay. And the entity is, um, it's a guide. Um, and he is more... <sighs> abstract. I call them uncommon guides. So earlier, um, we were not on the air. And Jim said, I saw this ogre behind you. And I couldn't believe that he said that, because only my fiance has ever seen him. And we all have guides in the Akashic records. And I have one and his name is imp. And imp is actually exactly what he had described. Your son has an uncommon guide. So think of like, um, like fairy tale. Uh, creatures and things like that. He, okay. he, he feels like almost a shadow. Um, he feels male, but he also feels like a child. So sometimes he'll come and he looks like he's older, but then sometimes he comes and he looks younger, but he says he's ancient and he is older, but he will only show your, himself to your son as a child. He will always show the age that your son is so that he will um, feel comfortable with him. Um, and I don't know that your son actually physically sees him, but he definitely feels him. Okay. Now, sometimes he says like, go away. He's telling whoever it is to go away. Yeah. And that's, he, that's the guide. Okay. That's, that, yeah. Hey, that's not the grandfather. That's almost like, like whoever it is, the guide, um, that they're trying to play with my son and my son's almost like, like, no, no. Like, I don't yeah. Want to. So that I didn't want you to get those two mixed up. So the grandfather is there as the protector, but the guide is there just to be with him to make sure that he's always safe. So he protects the healing, but he actually protects this. This one protects your boy. He's his best friend. Okay. He's, he's his best climber, friend. Right. He's, he's the a shadow climber. person. We'll call him, and she's not actually a shadow person. That's actually a thing, but we'll yeah. call him a shadow person. He's a shadow child, um, and he really likes him. Now, the question that I want to ask before I leave this is, where did he come? He's always been with him. He's just always been with him, and he's been with him in different lifetimes, too. So he's not an unfamiliar. He's a familiar. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's good. It's awesome. Yeah. So your son is safe. No matter what he's experiencing, he is safe. So have that peace of mind. Yeah. I just, I, I worried a little bit when I like was hearing, you know, go away, that sort of thing. Yeah. Just, just, you know what, and, and what you can do, and I, and I specialize in working with kids is what you can do is when you hear them say, go away, go in, go listen. Um, you know, if it really bothers you, you're doing the right thing. Encourage him, yeah. to but be gentle. Yeah. And because I do tell him that, like, I yeah. do let him know that if it's bothering you, you say like, go away. And yeah, exactly. that's actually when it started with the go away. Yeah. Like and the other thing you can do too is if it makes away. you uncomfortable, how old is he? He's two and a half. And oh, he's yeah. He's going to be three in March. Yeah. So, so that's another thing too, because he's a baby, he's wide open right up until yeah. seven wide open. So the other thing that you can do is just, um, 
No, you know what? I think you're doing enough. I really think you're doing enough. It's all good. I just don't want to do anything to like shut him down. I like like the fact that he's, that he has that like sort of communication. Well, the other thing too, is as he gets older and he be, he's able to communicate more, you can start asking questions like, well, what is it he look like? What does it look like? Is it a boy? Is it a girl? What's he trying to do? Is he playing with you? Like, don't lead him in his questions, but what is it that he's trying to do? Right. Um, You know, maybe you want to ask him what his name is. Right. Um, And then when he's much older, what you can do is you can go, look, if you really don't like these things, you can say, if you're not from the light, leave and don't come back. Now, if it's disturbing him at night, thank you. If it's disturbing him at night and you find he doesn't sleep because three, three and a half is when their abilities really start to come above. um, Mm -hmm. What I want you to do is go, you can be here for my son. Do not present yourself. Unless he wants you to, do not present yourself. Unless he's not afraid of you, do not present yourself. You have the right to do that as a mom, and you can teach him how to do that when he gets older. Okay. So this, so this is sort of like my son's like imaginary friend. No. Yes. I mean, <laughs> no. He's not an imaginary. He's not imaginary. Right. Not imaginary. He's not imaginary. Very, very real. I can't. Yes. Yes. Like the the common person would say that's his imaginary friend, but he's not imaginary. Okay. By any means. Okay. He's very much real. Very yes. much. Okay. Yep. Yes. And and he is he is an entity. He's a spirit. He wants to be loved too. You can't believe how clean the room is. <laughs> it's it's not. It really isn't. <laughs> well, from what he's telling me, the room is super clean. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I'm trying to teach them to clean up after themselves. That's awesome. Pick up their toys. And one more question, if I'm able to. Sure. I am almost 41 weeks pregnant. Congratulations. We're supposed to have the baby tomorrow. I am? Yes. Support. I told your sister that today. Okay. I know, but I wanted to see. Okay. I feel tomorrow. I don't know why, but I feel it tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Angel, do you feel anything? Kids ready to come. Kids ready to come. Um, I'm ready too. That's yeah. why I'm asking. <laughs> I, I feel. I feel like it can't be Friday then. It's interesting you just said that. I know it can't be Friday. It can't be why? Friday. Why, why can't, can't it be Friday? It'll be exhausting for you. It needs to be tomorrow. Yeah, and and I I feel I I get that. I don't know. I just keep, I just keep seeing the child spirit. I keep seeing the child spirit. I keep feeling it's ready. I keep feeling it's, it's already, I feel like it's already here. Right. I feel like he's already here. Like his spirit is already present. It's just the physical part that needs to come. So I agree. It's going to be within, within, within one, like it's either going to be tomorrow or it's going to be in a couple of days, but it will be this week. I I know I'm saying tomorrow because I want it to happen because I know you, but But Friday, oh my God, I hope not. <laughs> Why? You can't just say that and leave us hanging. Hey, kind of psychic are you? No, I'm joking, I'm joking. I know. The Friday, the Friday baby will be the one that will always want control, will always be the party animal, will be the one that will own everything. Ownership, oh my goodness. Then in that case, I think it, it I, Yeah. Let's hope for Wednesday or Thursday that let's hope, let's hope for like me 2.0. <laughs> let's, let's hope for tomorrow. <laughs> It'll be a strong Sagittarius baby that will have health, con- uh, 
will want to be a health professional, will want to take care of the world. Okay. That I do know. All right. That's very nice. Okay. Your sister will keep us keep us up to date anyway. So yeah. Let me know. I want to know too, Jimmy. Well, tell me. Of course I will. Well, I actually I follow you on Instagram, Angel. So I will I can send you a little yeah, message. Yeah, do that. I would love to. And congratulations again. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you guys very much for the reading tonight. And I'm sorry I started blubbering, but thank no, you. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. You it have is. every right You're to, right. and I love it. And it's good energy. Trust yeah. me. For sure. Yeah. It's all love. Go to bed. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm getting the stink eye from my cat. Okay. And I, I did you hear my dog? He wants to go for that walk. Listen. <laughs> Um, this was just not like um, any any show that I've done in any form of a podcast because it just felt like you and I are neighbors next door and we had a great time. Um, I just love this and I hope we can really, really do this again. Yes. Um, um, there's such power coming to you in the next four months of your life that it's just going to be mind blowing to you. You know, it's funny you should say that because the last two weeks have been mind blowing and I'm having to really get my head around it. Um, so thank you for that validation. Um, that's it's it's already beginning. And and there is actually a question I would like to ask you, but maybe another time because it's late um, and, and it's about a project that may be coming up. So maybe we can chat about that. Well, listen, we can chat tomorrow if you're free. Yes, I am. And now. When the audience hears this part of the show, they're going to want to know too, but we're not telling them. They'll have to come back. Cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cliffhanger. Much love for me. And thank you so much for being our guest. Um, Joe, what did you think? Amazing. This is awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Joseph. You're awesome too, yeah. by the way. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. This was love. And I thank you so much. And uh, hopefully we can talk tomorrow and I'll get you those answers. Okay. And, um, uh, I, you've got this. This is going to be so much fun. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. I'm going to let you guys go for the evening. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much for everything. Okay. Have a great night, guys. Good night. Bye now. Well, everybody, thank you so much for this evening. Um, my uh, Instagram went on fire there, which was really cool. And I wasn't really paying attention, but I was. Um, all this information will be on my website again tomorrow. Um, Angel is available for anybody to see. She will make those things possible. I loved being here tonight. <clears throat> it's been a month, but it was worth the wait. And I just, again, want to thank all of you for tonight. We'll see you in two weeks with a new guest. Um, she's a biker. I love it. And she's a, she's a, a paranormal investigator. And she's in a partnership with someone who owns uh, a prison that is now a museum. So looking forward to that and uh, wishing everybody a happy and lovely weekend. If you have grandkids, um, give them a hug and love them more.